I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Talking Movies Pictures Movie Hello. Show. I'm Tim Goodings. And my name is Andy Pras. See any good movies this week, Tim? Um, um, oh, we'll get into we'll that. Get we'll get into that. that. We'll get There's that. a great one that, that you've reviewed. Oh, I don't know if it's great yet. We'll see. But there's one thing I want to address before we get started. What this podcast is? Yep. Okay, so this is a movies podcast. It's about movies, it's about films, it's about movies, and it's about films. And what we do is we talk about films, and you learn about films, and we all know about movies by the end of it, and that's fucking it, all right? And uh, we review it, and then you say, oh, wasn't it good? And if it was, then we say yes. Okay, so I guess my explanation was not good. Not enough. And then um, other stuff, like you always do Marvel news, and always movie news, and then just something interesting as well, probably. And, and Tim, can I ask you a question, please? Yes. What the fuck makes you qualified to talk about movies? Well, I actually know movies, and mm. I just found this old microphone just lying around, and yeah. it was sort of calling to me and said, do you want to turn this into liquid gold? Your response was, I assume, the same. Well, no, not quite. Oh, go on. Oh, the microphone didn't call for me. I called for the microphone. Because unlike you, I have a qualification in movies. Ah, it's, what is it? Um, it's a BA in critics thing, movies. On BA? Yep. Ons? Oh, oh, absolutely. And I got this qualification, and then I called for the microphone. The microphone came, yep. and here we are. And then it, it called me, and here I am. And here you are, listener. Welcome. It's kind of like we're a gang. Uh, yeah. Um, so first, first of all, there's, there's, there is something I want to address, Andy, and that is that some people have suggested certainly since the last episode that we might not be recording in the same locale anymore go on wow i don't know where this has come from their ass yeah no actually yeah it's come from their ass because they're saying that oh maybe maybe what's happened is that andy's moved to london and tim stayed in bristol and they're actually recording remotely from two different places and you can hear that in the poor audio quality and see i, the I don't think that's kind what i don't think in. that's what they're asking tim oh, okay what what they're saying is yeah they're not saying uh they're saying that andy and tim right now aren't holding hands and i find that offensive oh. actually I actually find that offensive. Well, just, just in case, because I was worried that people were concerned that we were not in the same recording studio anymore, we should just do a couple of quick exercises to prove that we are in the same room. Oh, that's an excellent idea, Tim. Yeah, done. because we'll prove them wrong, and they'll be red-faced, egg on the on the face that's red. See, I don't know about you, Tim, because yep. I don't know you that well, but I actually like proving people wrong. So Yeah, I love it. I like, I'm on board. I like proving that, that I'm right. I actually do. <laughs> yeah. So like proving people wrong. For example, let's just Sorry, don't don't interrupt me, Tim. No, sorry. Until I finish my thought. Yeah. The thing is that when people say that I'm wrong, mm. I like proving them otherwise. Okay. And you're done now. Yes, go on. That's not interrupting because I waited. So Absolutely not. Well done. So Tim. now what uh we'll just prove that we are in the same room and Andy, how many fingers am I holding up? You are holding up seven fingers. Let me just check. Oh god, he's got it. Um, on one hand, and how would I know that you had seven fingers on one hand if I wasn't in the same room with you? Yep, 
because I keep that a secret and I've never re- recorded it anywhere. And mm. even you keep when it I'm, all covered up in your seven finger and gloves. And in fact, so no one until now, even you didn't know, and you've just realised from seeing it now. So you're right; it was seven. It's the first time you've let go of my hand underneath the table, <laughs> and that's when I saw it. And what a grip it is with all those fingers! Goodness me, I just thought you were strong, Tim. <laughs> well, I mean, you can see me you wrong. can see me. I mean, I, and you know, yeah. I actually like being proved wrong. So well done. <laughs> And what uh, other thing do you want to do to prove them wrong? This one's a very uh, easy one to do. You get this right. There's no possible way that anyone can say we weren't in the same room together. My question to you is, which you wouldn't know if we weren't in the same city, if we weren't 120 miles apart, which is ridiculous, what did I have for dinner last night? Well, because I'm in the room with you, I obviously know that, which is to say the pasta smears around your sort of eyes suggest to me that it was pasta and the tomato. What kind of pasta? Penne. It was penne. It was penne, and some of that's, it was penne. Some of that's in and your you hair still. And you wouldn't have known that. And, and nor, would I, nor could I have guessed it, made it up, and, and if, if I'd have been wrong, you would have said. And why would you want to? And here's another, here's another proof. Look, what's this, Andy? Yep, it's a copy of today's newspaper. Dated to t- today, which is the... T- today, the, the 20... Today's date. The something of July, which is today. And that's now, and, and have a look, and what does the headline say? It says, Matt lands on the moon. Man- <laughs> Yeah, and one more proof. What does um, I mean, Tim? You know, because you're in the same room as me. Uh, but I actually have a tattoo, mm-hmm. and I uh, it's in Chinese uh, writing. So mm-hmm. I, what I'd like you to tell the listeners is what it says, and you could only know that if you're in the same room as me. Yeah, uh, Chinese writing. It is the Chinese symbol for Chinese. Correct. It and means. If I just pull my pants up. It, yep. And that's better for everyone. Right. So it means yeah, it means you. Chinese in Chinese. And that's how you know that it is. Because if you could read it, then you know that that's what it says. And if that's proof, I don't know what's it, what, 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 what isn't. Mm. And that, that's put to bed, snuggled up, tucked away, read a story, patted on the bum, and turned the light off. We can move on to... Marvel News. That's the theme tune. So, unfortunately, because of Marvel News, this week is a bit of a struggle. Tim, could you, um, just quickly before you start this, could you explain to the listener what exactly Marvel News is and why we do it? So, news comes from... Uh, the old uh, acronym North, East, West, South, which is obviously how you say all the compass directions, and it's like, oh, it's what's happening everywhere. News uh, is everywhere. News is everywhere. Marvel, compass is everywhere. Marvel is the name of a movie studio, formerly a comics place, still, actually. And it makes movies, and so many that it's enough to fill up a segment every episode. Could you just explain for the listeners that are unaware what comics is? Comics is... Pictorial storytelling with words next to or in it, next to the other picture, in paper, monthly, superheroes. And Tim, 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 could you explain to the listener that's unaware what a superhero is? Uh, That has so far passed me by, unfortunately. And that's why I'm so invested in Marvel News and what it means because I just want to uncover that secret. And that's Marvel News. That's Marvel... Well, okay. Marvel News. Okay, great. Moving on. What have we got? What's our next segment? So this is... Movie News. Our next regular segment is Movie News. Play the theme tune. And time for movie news. Andy, what you got for me? I actually don't have any movie news this week, Tim. It's not that there wasn't any movie news. That's right. It's not that, because there was. It's not that. And I just I've I've just kind of um I've just kind of lost Mm. my enthusiasm for movie news, I think. Because um I was lying in bed the other day. I just had an ice cream yeah and um i really felt pretty good about my life yeah and you know when you like it always seems to happen when you're feeling really good i was feeling very relaxed i was in a jacuzzi um i had to eat my ice cream quick obviously and uh, i was feeling very content um but then those you know those dark thoughts just kind of jump into your brain and one of them did yeah. <clears throat> and what? it said to me was it said? what if hmm? what if movies aren't even real you know was that that, would that also extend to Marvel ones? I, I, well, I have no idea. I didn't ask the thought, but... Yeah. You know what, like... I movies. Just, once I thought about it, I was like... I don't, Not I'm, real. Like, if movies aren't real, why am I even alive? Why are you even doing this? And if movies aren't real, 
Then is news even real? Is news real? And a news is a news real. Is it news real even? What about a movie real? Is that even news? Is that even news? That and so made, I sat in the jacuzzi new one. and I just said to the I just said to the middle middle aged old fat balding white guy in the corner. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is a public yours, jacuzzi. Mate? It's not your own jacuzzi. I'm done. Oh, Tim, I can't afford a jacuzzi. I uh, I live in London now, so. Uh, Sorry, you I live mean, in no, London. Um, no, That's no, not true. no, you no, 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 no. Sorry. Um, yeah, no. There's uh, uh, Jac- Br- Bristol's banned jacuzzis. Um, yeah. But I said to him, uh, "It's all yours, mate. I'm yeah. done." Mm-hmm. And did you um, give him your ice cream? Give him your ice cream. No, the, the ice cream was done. You ate it, or you just dunked it in the water. In many ways, does it even matter anymore? That's if so movies aren't real, is ice cream oh, even real? So true. That is that, and that's movie news, is it? And that's movie news. That's movie news. Up next, it's time for a new feature, glossary. This is where we explain some well-known, not, not well-known Tim, 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 can I just stop you there, please? Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> I was in the understanding that there would be uh, some kind of theme tune to this segment. Jesus Christ, you're right. This is a segment where we explain some uh, terms, movie terms in the industry to get you so that you know it. Because the thing about this podcast is that it's not just about what movies are coming out. It's not about no. learning what's what's no. news. It's not about learning what and movies isn't it, is good. And isn't it shit and when people it's think about that? about learning how to make movies. And isn't so it shit when they think we it's have just that? a certain audience that yeah. are like, I like watching movies, but we have another certain audience that's like, I like making movies, actually. Uh, and this podcast caters to both of them. Really so this well. is for the second group of those. So if it. you like watching movies, fuck off right now, <laughs> would you, actually? Because this isn't for you. Get back in your hole. Glossary time. And what's Threaten. our term this episode, Andy? Hitting your mark. Hitting your mark, which is when Everyone's you... heard it. Everyone's heard it. Everyone's heard it. No one knows what it means. No one knows what it means. And here we are. How are you going to be movies if you don't know what it means? How? So, uh, let's explain. You're on a movie set. Cameras turn on. They face. If you don't know what a movie set is, we'll we'll deal with that that next week. Another episode. Yeah. Um, The cameras on. You know your line. You got to say. If you don't know what a line is, we'll deal with that in the next episode. (laughs) You get your cue, and if you don't know what a cue is. is, And they say, okay. And if you don't know what oh. and means. <laughs> okay. And they say, now, when you say your line, you're going to stand in this place and you have to punch this gentleman here. And he is just an actor, but make sure that you stand in the right place when you punch him. Mm. And you have to say the line and they say action and you walk up and you have to stand in the right place. They put a bit of tape on the floor. And then when you hit him, the man that you're hitting is called Mark. And so you walk up and there's some tape on the floor, but that's really irrelevant. Let's just say no, it's stunned. And so then irrelevant. irrelevant. And then you just want to punch Mark right square in the head. And don't worry, he is a stunt man, so he can just take a full punch. Um, no stunt coordination or fight mm. training required. Just punch him full in the face. Hit your mark, as they say. He's always called and Mark. This, this is the point where some people get confused because sometimes they hit him in the cock and balls and that is actually wrong because that's actually hitting him in his mark. That's a different thing. That's a different technique that we'll go into in another episode. Don't hit his mark. That's hitting Mark's mark and that is a different technique but it is very useful in an actor's arsenal. So yeah, hit him full in the face. He, I mean, hopefully he'll bleed. You'll get a great take. And just ignore that bit of tape on the floor. It doesn't really. I mean, do if you really hit him hard enough, then the visual effects department will will they'll love you on set because mm. essentially you're creating these real effects, this real feeling of blood. Especially on a horror movie, it's a very good practice to really you know kind of work out before the shoot because if you can hit him hard enough, then the visual effects team can take a day off, and you know what, they might buy you a beer afterwards. Yeah, what know, do you think costs more, a uh, broken nose surgery or CGI effects of a punch? Or everlasting friendship. That's hitting your mark. That's the glossary. Up next, we um, this oh. this week I went to watch a movie, um, mm. and I'm going to review this movie because it is, you know what it is, Tim? A, mo- a movie. It's only our movie of the bloody week. A movie of the week. In the meantime, can I just request, humbly, don't... Oh, crikey. Oh. Can you tell Amanda? Yeah, okay, so just, what, the, at this point in the podcast, don't. this is the a very 
important part where you're just you're simply it's not that you're not allowed to but we just really kind of just, encourage just don't. you not to just 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 don't actually touch the dial Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ah, welcome back. This is a talking movies, pictures, movies show. Someone falling movie of the week. Andy, you saw a movie this week, and it was the one of the week, which is this week of the two that actually. It Tim, take place. you just interrupted oh. me there. Yeah. Um, I was. I just wanted to say. Um, actually, uh, welcome back. We are back, <laughs> and we're going to do a review of uh, the movie of the week right now, and I'm going to review that. Sorry, Tim. What were you saying? Oh, sorry. Can I just just for a second, Andy? I just wanted to let the listener know really quick before we go into yep. this. This is actually um, the part where it's the movie of the week, and you've seen a movie, and you're reviewing it now, and we're going to listen to that review. What was I doing that I couldn't come? So, you, do you remember last week that you, um, or last episode, where you uh, went to see a movie yourself, and I couldn't come along, yes. and that's why you had to review the movie? Do you remember yes. what I was busy, busy with? Oh, was it seeing a movie? No, it wasn't. You were seeing the movie. <laughs> I was actually very busy um, having a hysterectomy. Oh, that's right. You were yeah. having your hysterectomy. Um, so you were you couldn't make this one because you called me up and you're like hello Andy and I was like hello Tim because that's how we speak to each other because yeah, we have lots sort of, of mutual respect. Um, and you called me up and you're like Andy, I can't come to the movie today. I was like, oh, that's absolutely fine. Mm. Uh, I missed it last time. You can miss this time. Like I was like, is everything all right? Is everything going on? Well, I was. What's happening? And you're like Andy, I yeah. can't. I'm having a hysterectomy. So what I can only imagine right. is that you saw how much pleasure I got out of it. And you, so like, you think, get me a piece of that. I, I, know, I, see, I see what's happened. You think that I've just jumped onto the bandwagon of your surgery and uh, I'm like, oh, I oh everyone's, everyone's getting hysterectomies now. I've got to do it. Well, that's not true. It okay. did kind of seem that it came very soon after I got one. That's a coincidence because we're so, so close to each other recording. Or am I a trailblazer? Yes, and we're recording in the same room all and the time. And you're a trail so follower. We're practically synchronised, and that's why we both had to have the same operation on parts. Well, we synchronised our hysterectomies, there's nothing wrong Essentially, with that. Nothing and that's weird not about my that. fault. It's completely natural. What was the movie? Oh, it was it was bloody great, actually. Yeah? I've never seen a movie like this before. Oh, how did you see it? Not only with my eyes, but Uh-oh. with my ears. You saw it with your ears? Okay, yeah, because I'm very used to actually watching movies with the sound off and with subtitles on. So it was a loud Because movie. the thing is, like this podcast, as, as great as it is... As great as this podcast is, um, it's not quite got the uh, levity mm. of, um, like, Komodo Mare or the other ones. So a lot of the time they'll put us in um, screenings uh, with deaf people just to fill up the numbers. And um, so I'm, I'm very used to watching it just with my eyes. 
did this film reward listening to? Well, absolutely, because the thing about this film was it was um, it was just like nothing I've ever seen before. Okay, do I just describe the first as the opening? Um, okay, so, so this like, movie started. Sat, well, hold on, you sat in the cinema. You got your you got your delicious popcorn. You got your pad yeah. of paper, your pen out. You write. I'm going to write some notes. The lights come down, and they accidentally turn off the emergency exit light, and you say, "Whoa, hang on." I panicked. And then the movie started. Oh, the movie started. And, and how was that? So it opens up. Mm, it opens with, up. Uh, the first... Mm, that's the, thing, the thing here, Tim, is that uh, <laughs> I've, I've yet to got out a full sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so you can reserve your questions for uh, just a little bit longer. Just a second. Okay. So... Opens up. The film opens up. Any questions? <laughs> nope, not yet. Off you go. Okay, good. So a guy walks into a bar. And then another guy walks into a bar. And then, okay, and get this, because I didn't see this coming. A third man walked into the bar. The third man, yep. And you know what happens when you go into a bar? You have these kind of conversations. You go, oh, hey, other man in a bar. Mm. There's Mm -hmm. also on his own. That's not weird. Um, (laughs) What do you do for a living? And I find that that happens quite a lot. I don't know if you've been asked before, but I've like people will come come up to me when I'm on my own in a bar, which isn't weird, and they'll go, "Andy, what do you do?" And I go, "Um, "I'm a podcast critics." Yeah, I have have a similar experience where I go into a bar and a long time drinking, and they say, "Um, "Do you have a job?" Which is a similar sort of thing. Is they're essentially asking what I do. It's very similar. Yeah, it's very similar. So this one guy asks the other guy, and the other guy goes, "Oh, I'm uh, I'm a priest." Yeah, of what? Uh, what faith? Um, Catholic. Uh, Catholic. Yep. Yep. And uh, the Catholic priest uh, goes, "Oh, yeah." Um, and and what do you do? It's only polite. It's yep. only polite. So we ask yep. the other man, and the other man goes, "I'm actually a rabbi." And they go, "Oh, oh this is a bit I've awkward." Got, I've got right because it's, it's, it's like different. kind of one of those yes. uh, very kind of like you know it's like an independent film, isn't it? So it's, it's it's very much a kind of a mumblecore sensibility, and that. The oh, Maybe we should go on a road trip and try and um, reclaim a chair that's very important to our family. But they don't because it's, you know, that's been done. Um, and the yeah. third man was like, guys, can you stop mumbling for a second and, and, and ask what I do? Oh, he asks and them to ask what. him. And you never guess what he does. No, you're right. I probably won't. No, he atheists. And is, but is he a good one? He's a top one, like an important one. Oh, God, he's the head of the atheist faith. Dawkins? It's not Dawkins, no. Okay, okay. No, but he's the head of the atheist faith. Yeah, yeah. Like um, chief, chief atheist. He has a he has a name, but no one really believes him. He's he's very skeptical that even his name. He doesn't take that on faith even because he's never seen his birth certificate. So it's just absolutely. But then the bartender is like, "Oh, hello, lads. Uh, what can I get you to drink?" Yeah, and like the priest just like points him and goes, "No, <laughs> no." No, and I was like, oh, because like, cause at this point, the shot's like a POV. And you're like, who is he? What is he? What's he looking at? And they kind of like uh, switches to the other side mm-hmm. of the shot. Yeah. And you see who this guy is. And you know who it is? No, I don't. I didn't see the film, Andy. I was um, off getting his threat to me. It's only bloody Buddha. The barman's Buddha? Yeah. Okay. And, um, and he goes, what can I get you, lads? And the Catholic priest is like, Budweiser? bomb, obviously. Oh, okay, right. And the rabbi is Bud- like Budweiser, a Heineken, okay. obviously. Okay, and the atheist um, just has nothing because he doesn't Budweiser. believe in, oh. in, in drinking. Yep. Okay. One, and then Bud- the priest goes, and one for yourself. So then the the Buddha was like, I I've had seven shots of vodka today, so I won't have one, but right. uh, I will um, pass on that drink, that that kind offering to yeah. my friend at the end of the bar here, the Prophet <laughs> Muhammad. And he, as we all know, drinks... a tequila slammer. Tequila slammer, yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and this is difficult, right? Because at this point, the camera's fully on these four guys, right? That we've always already been introduced to. Uh, and I, I'm aware, I'm culturally, religiously, and the other ones aware of... Yeah. The Prophet Muhammad and how you can't show him. He's not. You can't show him. You can't show him. Tim, Tim, you can't even show him. You can't even show him. Like, and I thought because now that it's the 21st century, you'd be able to, but you can't even show him. Even hidden camera shows, you know, even if it was even framed, he well, couldn't send, this he couldn't send thing, in and get this was a found quid. footage movie, then yeah. they could show him, but it's not, so they can't. 
Oh, it's if not. they just found it, you're like, well, I didn't, I didn't I, take it. I didn't, I didn't make it. I just found it. Yeah, exactly. It's fine, and everyone's fine. In fact, they like it. They prefer that if that happens because they're like, we never get to see him. So this is actually yeah. At last, good. we know what it looks like. So I was like, how are they? Uh, how are they going to do it? And and they actually found a way round showing yeah. the Prophet Muhammad. Yeah, they um, did. Yeah, by um, having someone portray him who is just a very good actor that takes lots <laughs> of risks. And in just like you, you almost like they're so good at playing characters that aren't them that they're actually it, it, you forget that it's the Prophet Muhammad because they're so natural. Oh, so they're such a good actor that you forget that they're that playing the character. That it's actually the Prophet Muhammad, <laughs> and you just see it as the actor is what you're saying. Well, yeah, exactly. That's how good they are. Yeah. Is they steal? They're they're so recognisable as an actor that you're just like, oh well, it's them. It's not the Prophet Muhammad. It's just that exactly. That but because they because you recognise them so much as the actor, it's not weird <laughs> because you're like, well, this is a film and they're an actor, so it makes sense that they're in this film. Of course, so they're in the film. Not only yeah. forget that the character is the Prophet Muhammad, you forget that that it- you're not supposed to recognise <laughs> that actors are in films. Um, who who what is the actor? Who Scarlett is Johansson. Oh, it is Scarlett. So she yeah. plays the Prophet Muhammad, but you sort of realise, oh no, it is her. Like it's not actually the exactly. Prophet. And do you know what else I realised about halfway? Well, maybe at the end of Act One, so about no. like a good twenty-five minutes into the film, no. No, I realised that the um, the rabbi was also mm. played by Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> does, does Scarlett Johansson do a voice for any of these characters? Well, this is the thing, right? So she's so good at their accents that you <laughs> forget that they're supposed to be an accent and you just go, well, that's just Scarlett Johansson talking. That's just her voice. Her normal yeah, that's voice. Just how she's it becomes so like, natural well, that you actually go, well, that's just Scarlett Johansson playing that's just her, the Dalai Lama who voice, obviously turns yeah. up in the second act. Right, to deliver the beer, yeah? Well, absolutely, because someone's got to because they're sat in this, this bloody bar for about 45 minutes before anyone gets them their drinks. It's insane. So what's the general, you know, thrust of the movie? They're all just sat around uh, shooting the shit. Are they... Um, debating their different faiths or are they just is it meant to be like hey they're just real people well this is the thing because that's how I thought it should pan out because that'd be quite a nice way to kind of you know like solve the troubles solve the problems of the Middle East maybe even that's it right that's what I was hoping would happen from this film because all good films solve troubles in the Middle East I heard someone uh, that I was with in the cinema kind of describe it as who were you with no, just like one of the other critics Ooh. is um, critiquing the film. And I thought, like, and, and I heard him describe it as um, probably the closest thing we have to the sequel to Fight Club. <laughs> like, closer still than the actual sequel to Fight Club. Right, the actual written. graphic novel yeah, sequel yeah, that was written, yeah. yeah. He was so, like, it's um, more like it than that. In the sense that the, the imagined characters, are we, they? In a sense that... They um, all start fighting? No, in a sense that Brad Pitt's in it. Oh, he. So it's not all Scarjos. It's one. Oh Brad God, Pitt. no! Can you imagine how distracting that would be? <laughs> I mean, my suspension of disbelief only goes so far, Tim. Yeah, that would be mental uh, if much. she was playing different races and stuff. Um, so you got Scarjo, you got yeah. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Brad Pitt. Who's Brad Pitt? Is he Dalai Brad, Lama? Brad Pitt plays a transgendered man. <laughs> okay, at last. Yeah, finally. We shown his range. To see it. Finally, shown his range. Yeah, exactly. Good. That's and what, I mean, that's um, what I've been waiting for. Yeah, absolutely. And he kind of comes in, and um, he's basically the uh, the referee of all the fights. Does it come up that he's transgender, or it's just? Oh no, I just I just assumed <laughs> because that's the I mean that's the only thing he hasn't done yet in his career. And you think, well, about time, isn't it? Well, he's not going to go on and play another bloody man again, is he? No, nah, that's been done. Last five films in a row, he was a man at least. Yeah, you know. If but he's not going to. He's not going to do a full-on departure. He's not going to play a woman or something, you know, maniacal like that. No, he's not Scarjo. <clears throat> just playing women all the fucking time. Well, exactly. It's disgusting. Um. All right. So he's the referee. They all start fighting. Um. What are the rules of the club of the fights that they're doing? So it's um, it's all fist based. <laughs> yeah. Not allowed to use your words. Fist only. No. Okay. 
Exactly. And this is where the the film kind of took on a kind of improvised tone to it because they yeah. weren't speaking anymore. And <sighs> when they aren't using words, I assume they're improvising because you can't just make up words. No, you can't write down non-words. In well, exactly. How are you supposed words? to do that? And what, what were they saying? Ow. Oh, look at me. I'm going to write down no words without my pen on no paper. Yeah, well done. So, obviously, this is all the first scene. Yeah. Oh, that's obvious. Yeah. And then they kind of, like, they, they have their fights. Yeah, and, they have a... Yeah. And... Um, Fists like only. Everyone's, everyone's like, so, what's the winner? And that's kind of what we're we're kind of moving towards. The inciting what incident is... What's it is, at stake here, Andy? Is it that the, they become the dominant religion of the world? Or they well, just want to... F- uh, that, that's kind of the main theme of the film is that they're the bringing all these religions together all played by Scarlett Johansson just to put it all on a kind of even keel and keel. what they're saying is that it's not about uh, the visual perception of these yeah. religions and the way that people interact with them visually because yeah. visually they're all the same what it is is about which one is Better stronger than the other one in a fight yeah 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 fists only yeah and, we, and so that's that's the inciting incident is the fight, and then is the rest of the film is like no 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 no, 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 no of course no, 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 no. not the inciting incident stupid. is when the Buddha says he's going to have a sambuka. Oh, and that you know he then he's spoiling for a fight, and he just gets all well, yeah because because the thing about sambuka off. is that it's effectively a war cry, <laughs> mm. and if you drink a shot of sambuka, you're basically saying let's go to war. Yes, and that's and when the kind of war starts between the religions. But you can't just go straight into a war. You can't just suddenly have all Muslims fighting all Hindus. You can't do that. There's not enough extras on, <laughs> you know, in oh, the union. The film. Exactly. Right. So you can't physically the get them together. Uh, okay. So you have to start like an underground movement. And what's more yeah. underground than Fight Club? Um, uh, mines. And moles, but other than that, third place is huh? Fight Club. The okay, yes. And so, so they start a Fight Club. They start a Fight Club as yeah. that's and is that they have a fight and then they say now this is Fight Club or that was already a Fight Club. So it was. Um, it wasn't a Fight Club, and it was like the Prophet Muhammad that just kind of went, "This is now Fight Club," and that's how you knew it was Fight Club. Because he said, "This is Fight Club." This is Fight Club, and then everyone went. Well, I guess this is this Fight is now Club. Fight now. Club. This yeah, is yeah, yeah. this is hundred percent Fight Club, and so they start kind of drawing up um, who you know, like round one. So round who one fights? is uh, Church of England versus <laughs> versus uh, Scientology. Oh, they get a look in, do they? Oh, of course they do. And do you know who plays Tom Cruise in this movie? Is it Scarlett Johansson? No, it's Edward Norton. But close. Ed Norton. It's Ed Norton. Okay, so so the person representing Scientology is Tom Cruise and not L. Ron Hubbard. Exactly, yeah, because he's dead. Right, whereas Buddha... Is not. And, and Muhammad... Well, no, because they're gods. They'll never die. Right, Buddha's a god, yeah. Yeah, and L. Ron okay. Hubbard, as we all know, was... Um, Just a... A milkman or something, I can't remember. But... <laughs> so Christianity fights Scientology and you'll never guess who won. No, you're right. I think you're right, I won't guess. Okay. So they start fighting and they're like punching each other and they're like kicking and they're going for it and like Edward so Norton's Ed- got a broken nose. Scarlett Johansson, who's obviously playing Henry the Eighth, um <coughs> kind of gets punched in the stomach and they both kind of like uh, like you were worn out this has gone a full 10 rounds like every single fight goes a full 10 rounds it's like it's it's like a five hour long film and they're just fighting and they're fighting and they're fighting and then it like switches to like the corner of the ring and like rocky's there just oh, so it's so it's it's like a proper ring and there's boxing and there's uh an audience is there an audience gathered around well, the thing is the thing is about this film tim is that it's very much like an underdog story and so they kind of start off fighting this fight club in this underground bar but then eventually they kind of as the fights go on they kind of like the uh starcher oh. of the rings <laughs> gets bigger and eventually oh, so, the final right, fight is so, in vegas just to clarify the underdog is the the fight club itself. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. So it, you're you're like so the fight for club's first fight is, is is underground in a basement in a bar. 
And the Fight right. Club's final fight is in Las Vegas. Right, so in a way, it's fighting against the fighting industry because it's the underdog of the fights. Exactly. In many ways, the religious part of this film is, is almost I, irrelevant. Can I, just, can I just... So, is the final fight of this film that all of the fights that they've had now have to do fights against a big sort of faceless corporation of fights to see who's the best at fighting no. fights? No, okay. no, no, no. Forgive separate. me, I didn't see the film, so I, you know. So the first fight. Let let me talk you through the fights, and then you can come back to your your weird <laughs> yeah. little theory. So so the first fight: one. Church of England, Scientology, Henry, Henry VIII, VIII versus Edward Norton. He's obviously a god, so he's still alive. Yep. And they fight for a full ten rounds, and then eventually they kind of come together, and they both like pull back their right arm, and they like <laughs> fucking just like swing for each other, and they both hit each other at the same time, and they both collapse, and it's a double knockout. Right, so they both win. So the answer to the question, which one's better out of Christianity and Scientology? The answer it's is neither. Fights. Oh, okay. It's neither. It's neither, right. So they go, all right, well, let's move on. Let's move on to yeah. the next fight. And we've got... And do they? They do. And okay. So we've got Hinduism. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and we've got Catholicism. And who's in the ring for those two? So got Ganesh. We got the Pope. Uh for yep. And Ganesh or Yep, we Ganesh. Ganesh, right. So big elephant. Yep. With lots of arms. Who's playing Ganesh, Andy? Uh, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> of course. And so you haven't been paying attention. The Pope is played by Jude Law. Oh young Pope. <laughs> But he, is he playing young Pope or is he playing current? Well, yeah, because this movie this movie's set in the 1940s, so he's very young. I'm sorry, that was that should have been obvious to me. Uh, okay, set in the 1940s. Although Tom Cruise is a character in it. <laughs> so the thing is, Tim, as I said earlier, this is an underdog story, and an underdog story doesn't pass in 12 months. It doesn't pass in a week. Like, an underdog story lasts a long time if they're truly an underdog. And the thing is, this movie starts in the 1940s. I may have told you the order of the fights in a non-linear way. Oh, so that was the the, first fight. It's not the first to take place. Exactly. So the second round that happens between uh, Catholicism and Hinduism happens in the 1940s. But the the first round featuring Featuring. um, Scientology and the Church of England actually happens in the 21st century, despite Henry VIII (laughs) VIII. being part of the fight. But there's a certain time travel element to this. It's a bit of a sci-fi story. So these fights, this fight club, it's it's very kind of um, visceral. And the the fights happen over the course of numerous centuries. It almost seems unnecessary that is both a time travel element to it and that it takes place over many hundreds of years when you can always just have one or the other well because i think that you could have the young pope fighting now but with the time travel element that henry the eighth has used well i think tim if i if i point you back to um what i said about each fight going uh the full 10 rounds what the reason they had to have both those elements the time travel and the the fights going on over centuries was because for a start they literally did last centuries because they went the full 10 rounds but also they as filmmakers they just I guess had to kind of pull in different elements of filmmaking to maintain the interest of the audience like everything that happens in a film is designed to maintain the interest of the audience and without these elements the audience just wouldn't be interested in a movie like this okay 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 so What's the third fight with? The third fight is uh, Rocky Balboa versus Apollo Creed. Okay, and um, what religions are they representing? So if I if I point you back to what I was just saying about how different elements have to come in to kind of keep a movie interesting, when the primary theme is uh, is so dense Fights. that oh. it gets boring, so mm. they bring in <laughs> Rocky and Apollo creed and in many ways in many ways this is uh the seventh rocky sequel that's actually set a year prior to the first rocky film okay yeah in which which ways in the ways that apollo creed died at the end of the second rocky or the third one (laughs) yeah so it had to happen before 
really yeah and but definitely unless the they film, put yeah. him in a time machine i don't know they didn't confirm the date of the fight it may have happened earlier and they just brought a young apollo creed forward in the time machine too mm. well you can't just throw a time machine into a film it wouldn't make sense well this is the interesting thing because Silvest- sylvester stallone was 70 years old in the fight and apollo creed was clearly a sprightly young 25 year old man so i'm not sure whether they brought sylvester stallone back from the future or apollo creed forward from the past or somewhere in the middle okay great so and they start fighting and um and they're going at it and they're going the full 10 rounds and rocky's <laughs> he's used to it you know rocky's barely breaking a sweat apart from every single part of him is sweating and apollo <laughs> creed's like throwing a fight and he's doing his little dance and he's mocking him and rocky's like oh i'm gonna doing a dance. teach him a, yeah he does a little dance and they're gonna teach him a lesson and they both kind of like pull their right arms back to go and hit each other and they just kind of fucking swing it forward and they both kind of yeah. hit each other at the same time and they both fall to the floor yeah, okay. And right. it's a double knockout. And you Did know I, and you I'm know sorry, who really know won that fight? Got, um films or fights. No. Scarlett um, Johansson won that fight. Scarlett Johansson. Because she played both I don't those think characters. I asked, yes. Oh, okay. So although you said Sylvester Stallone, you actually meant Rocky. Oh no, the actor Sylvester Stallone was playing the character of Rocky, but Scarlett Johansson was playing the actor Sylvester Stallone. And the guy that plays Apollo Creed. Yeah. Which is? Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, exactly. And so she played him. And did we get the outcome of the second fight? Remind me, you want to give Ganesh and... So, okay, so I'll tell you what happened. They were fighting and they were going the full 10 rounds. And like Jude Law was like, he was wearing his full get up. He was just sweating like his his I little hat ropes. fell off. It, well, if anything, it wilted, I guess, because it was just like waterlogged with the sweat. And um, he kind of like, the, the the elephant's doing okay. He's used to the heat, but he's, you know, he's worn out because he's a big guy. You know, he's, he's topping 500 pounds. And uh, there's this point, it gets the end of the, the 10th round and they were both, you know, they got one hit left in them. And the Pope kind of brings back his weird little staff that he carries around. And um, and Jude Law, because he's a young Pope, he's got a cigarette in his mouth. And you think, well, that's uh. going to come back later, isn't it? And, uh, <laughs> and he pulls back that's his little staff. Yeah. And the elephant pulls back its little trunk, which is actually quite a big trunk. And oh, they so both kind of like swing him forward. And so then... he doesn't try to punch with one of its six arms? Oh, no. It goes to punch with its trunk. No, 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 no. Okay, so what I probably should have told you about this this fight is that he actually had four of his arms tied behind his back just to keep it fair. Okay, great. And he pulls back one of his trunks and they both kind of like slap each other in the face at the same time. One with a staff, one, of his one trunk. With, <laughs> with the elephant trunk. And they both fall to the ground. And... And actually, like the the interesting thing about this fight, because like, not there's there's a subtle difference between every single fight. Something is very slightly different each time. Participants. Well, something more subtle than that. Um, the camera angle. No. So in this one, they both die. And okay. And then very quickly, it kind of cuts to the fight between Rocky and yeah. Apollo, Creed. Apollo Creed. And you do that fight, and then it kind of like double knock out. at the end. It double knocks out, and it, and as Rocky and Apollo Creed are hit, it kind yeah. of like it feels like you've been hit as an audience because oh, the kind of the footage wobbles a bit. It yeah. goes a bit like blurry. It's like someone's rubbed Vaseline on the lines, and you're like, oh, what's mm. going on? I feel a bit disorientated. And then it yeah. kind of like wobbles and cuts back to the last fight, and you're like, what happened? Have I gone back in time again? And oh, you kind of um, you you kind of see the fight again, and there's just like a weird kind of rupture at the back of the ring and you're like what's going on and you realize that these two massive figures of religion have died and without them the world is is physically and emotionally falling apart oh my oh wow so okay and is that the point so this is what i was i was thinking as well because i didn't really see a point in this movie at no, all. what is the fucking point? And there was there was some parts in it, and like that that's basically the last scene of the movie, right? And I was left thinking, what was the point? Right, so there's three fights. So I'm wondering if you can help me figure out the point to this, because I was like, I can kind I of ask... feel that you know the Muslims haven't had a look in here, and I was like, well, <laughs> is that is that too much yeah. of a hot potato to talk Buddha's about not had in a this look context? In. And they've just kind of ignored them and pretended they don't exist, yeah. or were they making a statement? that maybe we can never win against the Muslims. 
So why even bother? Especially when all of them are betrayed by Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. What's what's the point of even trying? And in many ways, isn't the point that we are all the same? Aren't we all Scarlett Johansson? Well, in this film, certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're Jude Law. Apart from Jude Law and Edward Norton, who plays Brad Pitt. (laughs) No, Tom Cruise. (laughs) Yeah, Brad Pitt plays himself. Because no one else can play Brad Pitt. This is an interesting thing. I was reading about this film and I read that Scarlett Johansson actually originally auditioned for the role of Brad Pitt. But then they were like, you can't pull it off. But we'll tell you what you can pull off everyone else in this film apart from Edward (laughs) Norton playing Tom Cruise. Yeah, okay, good. Um, So the world ruptures, pulls apart because there's too many religions Mm. fighting and you realise I couldn't do without them. Couldn't even. Ganesh Ganesh come back? Yeah, but this is the thing. They come back and you're like, well, that's a happy ending. They've come back. They've come back alive. They didn't die in this fight. But as a result of this uh, anomaly in space-time, the world does fall apart. And the the final scene of the movie, that's kind of the climax. The world falls apart. And then as it kind of like fades to black, it fades up in white again. And and we're kind of like, we're in a garden and there's birds singing. And then these people kind of walk into the frame and you're like, Oh. oh my God, they all look the same. They are all Scarlett Johansson. And this is this is a better world. Now that all religion has gone, we're just in a world full of Scarlett Johansson. And they're okay. kind of like all the Scarlett Johansons are kind of hugging and kissing and fucking. <laughs> and and they kind of like, it was amazing really because you kind of saw all these Scarlett Johansons in one place and you saw what the world was like if everyone was the same and how beautiful it would be. And maybe we should consider yeah. everyone to be the same and we should all be together and love each other and just, you know, all this. And I felt these positive feelings and then I kind of just went, oh, no, I get it. I know what they're saying here. They're saying yeah. the world would be better if everyone was the same, if everyone was white. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, is she definitely white? Well, all these characters in this scene at the end are Scarlett Jan- Johansson. It's not yeah, Scarlett Johansson really playing anyone. They're just all Scarlett Johansson. They're all white Scarlett Johansons. But she can be any race, Andy. I mean, we've seen that from Ghost in the Shell. I know that's the case. And earlier in the film, she was playing everyone. Yeah. But at this but, moment but in, in time... scene, it is just her. I mean, what it you're just... doing here, Tim, is arguing against a movie I've seen and you haven't. <laughs> I, what I'm saying is, they're all white. I'm playing... Look, I'm And the movie is, is here, saying... Okay. The movie's saying that wouldn't this all be better if we were all white? That's what I'm. That's what I got yeah. from it. And you agree, yeah? Oh yeah, five so, stars. <laughs> um, who made it? Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> okay, and who wrote it? Scarlett Johansson. What's the film called? <laughs> Fight Club Two. Cruise Control. Because Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise is in it. Isn't it? This is probably the closest thing we'd get to a speed three, because because Keanu Reeves um, has a cameo in it. Has a cameo yeah. as the post credit scene. As the post credit yeah. scene, yeah. Post credit scene was probably the closest we'll get to a John Wick four. <laughs> okay, but, but the film itself was the closest thing we'll get to a speed three. But that post credit scene is the closest thing we get to a John Wick four. Exactly. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Because it's all they're all white people. Yeah. Well, exactly. And I figure that. This film uh, is. I watch movies to be educated, and I feel mm. like that's what I've been educated to believe. Everyone in this film had to be white. Yeah, and that's and that's better, isn't it? And that's and that's movies. <laughs> Thanks for the film, Fight Club Two: Cruise Control. Yep, and we'll be back in a couple of weeks to review another film of the week, whatever that turns out to be, uh, and more besides. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Tim. What? Um, so, I just wanted to talk a little bit about John Wick 4, because I'm not sure if I really understood what happened in it. Oh, is this the post credit scene from yeah, the movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, it's got Keanu Reeves. So... Yeah, and the weird thing about this was that the he doesn't have any lines in this. In, the, in John McFall, yeah, because he's dead. Right.
in the in the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the post credit scene is that basically like the the screen fades up and Keanu Reeves is just there as a corpse and standing mm. over him is Uh-oh. is a dog. <laughs> yeah, is it and is it his dog? And it's the, the ultimate portrayal is that he's been killed by his dog. After um, all that, and as that he's been killed by the dog. The dog's not going to avenge his death now. Exactly. No, the dog just then has a heart attack and dies himself. And the kind of the message oh, like, I got there kind of shaped, uh, changed my thoughts about the entire movie in a way. I just said that. Yeah. Even what, if what you are, even, even if you for? are a good person, look out for people and protect people. A dog and could still God. kill you. Yeah. And why even religion? <laughs> you know, if that. When a dog could kill you. And is that religion? Just, is that? Because it's God backwards. So, that's the man. <laughs> Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, Did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.